Jesus lives. Jesus lives. Jesus lives. You may be seated. We're not going to take too long here. You may be seated. I want you to hear the gospel. Matthew chapter 28. After the Sabbath ended, at the first light of dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene, also known as Jessica, and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Suddenly the earth shook violently beneath their feet as the angel of the Lord Jehovah descended from heaven. Lightning flashed around him and his robe was dazzling white. The guards were stunned and terrified, lying motionless like dead men. (laughs) This is my favorite part. Then the angel walked up to the tomb, rolled away the stone, and sat on top of it like a boss. The women were breathless and terrified until the angel said to them, there's no reason to be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He has risen victoriously, just as he said. I love this invite. The best invite ever. Come inside the tomb and see the place where the Lord was lying. I want to title these few minutes, and I mean about 10 minutes together here. Here it is. Here it is. Resurrection sermon title. Move it. Sit on it. Come on in. The first point is move. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Matthew Matthew 27 says the following. Then Joseph wrapped the body in a shroud of fine linen and placed it in his unused tomb. It was borrowed, which had only recently been cut into the rock. They rolled a large stone to seal the entrance of the tomb and left. Watch this. Jesus was placed in a a tomb with a stone covering the entrance. I'm going to repeat that. Jesus was placed in a tomb with a stone covering the entrance. There was one way in and one way out. The way was blocked, the exit obstructed, and yet Jesus came out. I want to repeat this for the hearing impaired. There was one way in, one way out. The way was blocked, the exit obstructed, and yet Jesus came out. Here's the lesson. Whatever life places in front of you, cannot hold back what God has placed inside of you. Whatever hell places in front of you cannot hold back what God has placed inside of you. When Jesus is your Lord, when Jesus is your Savior, nothing, and I mean nothing, no one, and I mean no one, can put a lid on your destiny. So I dare you to look at that stone in front of your marriage today. I dare you to look at the stone in front of your integrity today. I dare you to look at that stone in front of your faith today, your family today, your future today, your health today. I dare you to look at that stone in front of your joy and your peace today. And like a boss, tell that stone the same spirit 
that raised Jesus. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now lives inside of me. So I dare you to look at that thing that's standing in front of you, trying to hold back your destiny, your dream, your family, your home, your children, your children's children. I dare you to look at that stone and tell it, I'm not asking you. I'm not recommending you. I'm not encouraging you. I am ordering you. Move. Get out of my way. What God has placed inside of me will come out. Tell it to move. You have the same spirit, Romans 8, 11. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. As Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Man, you have the same power. I don't know if you get this. The same power that resurrected Jesus lives inside of you. When you are born again, when you're washed by the precious blood of the Lamb, when you accept and receive everything Jesus did for you, which means what? If Jesus got up, you can get up. If Jesus came out, we can come out. If Jesus overcame, we can overcome. And if Christ could not be held back, I want you to hear me. There's not a demon in hell, a devil on earth. There's not a woman, a man, a sickness, a problem that can hold you back. If you believe that. If you more than believe it. If you live that. If you praise that. If you worship that. If you pray that. Lift up your hands and give God your best resurrection praise. You got to move it out of the way. Move it. But it doesn't, it continues, this is the boss part. Then the angel walked up, rolled away the stone, and sat on top of it. Sit on it. I just had this random thought from this morning's service. When I read that phrase, sit on it, it I, I grew up in an interesting, there was, you won't know, unless you're my age, or, or around my age, there was a program called Happy Days. There was this character called the Fonz. If you're under 30, you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. And Richie Cunningham and Ralph Mouth and Potsy Weber. Am I preaching to somebody right now? This got nothing to do with the resurrection, but I read sit on it and I went like, <laughs> that was their catchphrase. The angel, I, I wish we could illustrate this because the angel walks up. He moves the stone. And then, not just move it. He didn't move it and go like, try, I moved you. He moved it and then he sat on it. He sat on the very thing. Woo! <laughs> he sat on the very thing that was placed... <laughs> He sat, or you, Romans chapter 6 verse 3 says, 
you have forgotten Jesus, the union with Jesus, the anointed one, was immersed into union. Says, Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we are co-buried and entombed with him. So when the Father's glory raised him from the dead, listen carefully, Paul says, full of the Holy Spirit, when Jesus was raised from the dead, you and I were raised from the dead. Now, I don't know if you get this, you're going to get it in a second. You're about to sit on it. Which means what? When you are washed by the precious blood of the Lamb, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. When you are full of His resurrection power, Philippians 3.10. When you live in Christ and Christ lives in you, you walk up, you move the stone and you sit on it. What does that mean? It means this. When you sit on the thing that held you back. I want you to sit on the thing that stood in your way. When you sit on the very thing that obstructed your destiny, you convey the following message. When you sit on it, you're saying the following. You no longer rule over me. I rule over you. I have a... I dare you to look at that depression, that anxiety, that addiction... I dare you to look at that hell you went through. I dare you to look at that abuse and that brokenness. Sit on it right now. What does that mean? I dare you to say, I have dominion over you. I have authority over you. In the name of Jesus, I rule over you. I reign over you. Not for a day, but forevermore. And by the way, you don't walk up just like a boss. You walk up like a child of God. You walk up as the righteousness of God. You walk up as a co-inheritor. I, I raise your right hand. I know it's Resurrection Sunday and we're supposed to be a little bit more, but out more dignified today. But I want you to hear me. Not only can you move whatever is standing in your way, because not only can you move it, but you can rule over it. No, I want you to hear me. The stuff that stood in your way will never ever stand in your way again that's not my word that's the word of god when he said it is finished he meant it was finished i'm here to tell you that whatever stood in by the way that lie from the devil that's standing in your way i dare you to move it right now i dare you to move it and say i have authority over you not in my name not in her name not in his name but in the name of he who resurrected in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Lift up your hands.